0: Django. Django.
1: Django. Django. You have now entered the lab of his Escobar for trauma, I think. <laughs> Not sure if- I don't recognize them. Some of y'all won't. Shit, bro. Uh, I hate shit, 46. Man. What's going on this with you, look, brother? It fucking sucks, bro. This shit. <laughs> so I, I made a bet. I
0: made a bet UFC <laughs> over the weekend, and uh, you know I lost. And I'm a man of my word, so now I'm out here looking like fucking Shemayev or Khabib or whoever, and it's, it's uh, I'm, I hate it, bro. I'm at least everybody,
1: at least everybody in that camp is winning. So you could at least say that you, you know you're a part of greatness.
0: That's true. I get to work, and uh, the inventory guy he he looks at me and he he like did like a double take, and he goes, "Yo, d- did you join Khabib's camp?" I'm like, "You motherfucker, bro!" <laughs> like,
1: it's crazy how you similar know, you look man. to that.
0: It's crazy. Well, I'm
1: sure we'll we'll get into UFC recap. Obviously, what is that? Two eighty. Two eighty. Yeah.
0: I don't even want to talk
1: about it so all right well well, i'll make sure you recap it for me anyway because i wasn't able to watch it i was in austin texas for the f1 race yeah literally the airbnb was my first austin texas um or other texas trips were in dallas but it was for business so i didn't really get to experience true texas this one i you know experienced it um fully for the whole week and it was great great experience um, well, I'll kind of go into it and recap it and all that, but before, what was that? Someone banging. Oh fuck! Who's that? Oh shit! We got somebody. We got a guest in the lab today. Who is it? Let, let me cheek, let me let me peek through the the peephole real quick. Who,
0: who, who popped in? Who popped in? Oh, what is, is that, going
1: on? Is that is that Mo- the, who are you sending the link out to? Is that That's Mo crazy. Tights? Is, is that Maurice? What's let's see who nice. it is. Let, let's let's open up the door real quick.
2: Oh shit, uh, Maurice! Yeah. <laughs>
1: Into the lab, baby!
2: Wow, I was not ready for that intro. Thank you guys. I was actually curious. I was wondering if I was gonna get a nickname or not. I got two, so I'm very happy. <laughs> <curious. laughs>
1: what's going on, man? Obviously, this is Maurice, who I went to Austin, Texas with for the Formula One race. Great experience. Glad he's able to give us a few minutes just to kind of recap. I know uh, we talk. I talked to a lot of people on social media about the F one races because I just got into it recently. But if you want to give your your team your uh, your prior experience to F one and then leading into this this weekend with, and I'll kind of piggyback on what you have to say because it was a great weekend of uh, of racing. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, guys. Um, I just wanted to say that, and I repeated this since the end of the race on Sunday, and I can't stop telling it to as many people that asked me about it. It was 100% the best um, sporting event that I've ever been to. Um, and I say event because it was just that. It was a full weekend. It was Friday through Sunday. It was all inclusive. It was it was almost like a festival more than a sporting event in a way. And it was, um, it was amazing. Uh, I got into F1 at a very young age. Um, my father, uh, similar to soccer which is a big sport in our family started uh, or I watched it with him growing up uh, him and my brother of course and we they were big Ferrari fans as you know 99% of people who come from Italy are uh, so we grew up watching like, Schumacher, for those that are familiar with that uh, with that name and that driver he was kind of the entire sport he was the Lewis Hamilton of the late 90s early 2000s absolutely dominant um, and uh, I, I would say that um, probably in my later teenage years and early twenties, I lost a little bit of interest in the sport. Um, um it's a sport that struggles with parity overall. Uh, there's drivers and teams that'll take over for decades at a time. And sometimes the competitiveness in the sport is not at the highest level. Um, but I think what changed for the sport and a big reason that Ray got into it. And a lot of other people that I speak to about it is that ne- the, the Netflix drive to survive series, uh, who which actually did a great job of getting me and my brother back into it as well. We watched it together, um, told right about it. We all started watching YouTube videos together, episodes together, and over the past year, I think, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Past, yeah. Well, well, not even. I I started watching it less than six months ago, no more than six months ago. So I'm brand fucking new to it.
2: Wow. wow. And that just shows you how, how well it does drawing people in, right? Because – you're someone that's only been watching for six months and you're as all in as as I've ever seen you, um, into any kind of sport, you know?
1: Yeah. So obviously we go in, it's your, you've been watching it for a while, obviously got into it at a a young age and I got into it very, so it's good to see the different dynamic of obviously the knowledge that you had about the sport. Or and but we both went into it not knowing any of the experience, and that's kind of what I wanted to recap with Fort because I have yet to tell him anything. Uh, I love when our best content I feel like Ford, I, is when we don't talk all week and then we kind of recap our you know what we yeah. got going on because we're, we're you're hearing it for the first time. And I'll let Maurice lead off with it because we have him for you know not a limited time but a, a, a quality amount of time. And uh, there were some nuances that we went into it expecting you know gate you know trying to smuggle in some things trying to uh we had general admission trying to move around uh smuggling meaning alcohol uh we did bring in some uh happy chocolates um that had some infused stuff with it that we did but um we we knew nothing going into we kind of uh used day one because it's one of three days we kind of used one day one as a uh like a tester to see what we could get a away with run. exactly a trial run to see what we could not qualifier. only bring in quali- literally a qualifier practice run <laughs> it was our practice and it was their practice was their but practice, we used day one yeah we used day one as um just uh just to see not only what we could bring in but also you know uh the best sites the best uh view because we were general admission and we had an idea that we wanted to get into one of the stands and i'll let uh Maurice, kind of recap uh that experience of 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 getting into the you know whether it's security and then also the stance because it was it was a phenomenal thing where i think if you're a, a listener of this podcast and you go to the one in miami the one in vegas you should know a couple tips and tricks because you'll save about 150 dollars every single day so go ahead
2: yeah yeah for sure and i we were we couldn't stop talking about it the whole weekend every time we I wouldn't say get away with something because I feel like that that is more of a negative connotation. But every time we uh, had a lucky break, let's say, it just blew us away. And these lucky breaks just kept happening and happening and happening. So we obviously every sporting event, there's security at an entrance, right? And usually that security is you have to walk through a metal detector. If you have a bag, if, if a bag is even allowed, right? You can't even bring it back in. If a bag is allowed, they usually search it. You can't bring water bottles or any other liquids. So the first day, I think we brought maybe a couple beers to test it out, if I remember correctly. And these plastic little flaps that um, Ray is famous for using. And they're very clutch. If you want to bring Never them leave home without it. <laughs> so um, day one, we literally, i had most of them are in my backpack. And they're hidden pretty well. Um, walk right through security, just like smiling and waving. Not even a not even so much as like a hey, is that a backpack? Or like, can I quickly look in that? Nothing. Ray was even so flabbergasted by the whole thing. He went to give the lady his uh, fanny pack and she was like looked at him with a blank stare. So zero Shit. security. We could have walked in, guys, with literally anything. You know? Anything. So, anything. Anything. So that was wild in and of itself. And that kind that lack of security continued pretty much the whole weekend. The only time they searched the bag was on Sunday, uh, Saturday, excuse me, and uh, we had nine beers. At the at that
1: point. We were like, Fuck it, "Why not?" We were uh, equipped with nine, nine beers, three wa- three or four waters, and two flasks of liquor, and and none of it even like even even got seen because we hid it well. But we didn't even probably need to hide it.
2: No, not at all. Yeah, sent us right through. Um, people were super nice, by the way. Both employees and people that we met just throughout the weekend. Um, I'll let Ray talk to you guys about our race day. Um, but the, the seats was even more impressive. So obviously along a long track, for so those who are not familiar with that one, it's a long racetrack. This one I, I think, think was like four miles or so. And obviously there's huge hills and areas around it. So there's a lot of walking involved and there's multiple grandstands. Some are more prestigious than others. Obviously the ones right by the grid, the starting grid, or like the most expensive seats, but there's different areas, and like you have different vantage points of the track, different diff, different turns, different corners, like different cool parts, parts of the track you want to go to. So for all three days, somehow, some way, we were able to get onto a grandstand, and I'm telling you, we had general admission, which means you don't have a seat; you just kind of wander the track and the view from the different fields or hills or different like kind of communal areas. And every single time, and we would walk up to a stand, just do the, the normal smile and wave. I mean, me and Ray have been in sales for our entire lives, and uh, a, a good chunk of that was direct sales. So we know how to talk to people, make good eye contact, smile, and act like you belong there. And two out of the three times, people didn't even check our tickets. We just waltzed right in, smile and wave, and right, right, right out of there, right to a seat. Um, Saturday was the only time someone asked us for a ticket, and I was just like, oh, no, I don't have a ticket. I was just hoping to take a quick picture because we were like an hour early before qualifying started. We just never left. And we we had an an amazing time. time. And I would say, I mean, out of the three days, if you would have accumulated the seats that we got for the value that they were if we had bought them on Ticketmaster at Summer, we probably got over $1,000 to $1,500 on top of what we paid. Um, So it was insane. Absolutely insane.
1: Yeah, I would say the general admission for Austin, I, I would guess that it was around $500 for three-day pass. We paid about, let's call it $750. Um, if you accumulate the opportunity cost, uh, uh, what we took advantage of for the three days where we sat for practice, qualifying, and the race, you're looking at another 1000 to $2,000, mostly up um, Closer to 2000 easily that we took advantage of. Because the not Sunday race, that's not in clown in the drinks, right? So that's another $100, 100 $150 a day. Um, the last day, Sunday, we were the most prepared for. Uh, because we kind of had two days adv- uh, kind of practice uh, trial runs. And then that third day for it, Mission Impossible, bro. Oh, he didn't even uh-huh. mention the best part. Or the other good part is... The first day, we were in a rush. So we were uh, practice. Obviously, you don't know F1. Yeah. Hey, you don't know F1 for it, but it's good for me to explain it. So I could, a lot of people are listening. Yeah, I was just about to ask. But, like, it's three days. So like, just kind of break yeah. that down, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like. So basically, you got two practices on Friday. Uh, you got a third practice some most of the time on Saturday. And two hours later on Saturday, you have qualifying, which means that's where they rank you. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to practice. You got to feel it out. You got to do strategy. I've learned. I thought it was stupid in the beginning, but I've learned that it's it's very crucial. Yeah. Like every lap yeah. that you could practice is is huge. Um, and then obviously the big race. So we go to the we're we're, we're scheduled the P one practice one um, starts at two p.m. and usually it's two p.m. sharp. Um, not all the drivers come out right away. We were always an hour away. Our Airbnb was like you said in the beginning for in the middle of nowhere great spot shout out air that airbnb because it's called chili pepper uh like driver chili pepper falls great airbnb experience five stars uh but it was an hour out it was an hour away but the hour we used what we did was every time we used an hour to like either eat uh drink a little bit you know not too much you know where you're drinking and driving but responsibly you know a little sip sip but um so the first day we used as, uh, you know, we were late. We were projected to get there at 2.15. So we're like, there's no way we're going to get there at 2.15 and even get in the place at 3. We pulled up at 2.05, parked, and got in the place at 2.15. And that was the first day where we got checked for nothing. So we're like, holy shit. We, not only did we get there su- super fast without, like, driving crazy, but we got in the process of getting in. Obviously this might be an anomaly. It might not be like that for Miami. If you guys go, if you're in South Florida, it probably won't, but Austin, (laughs) it was not, it was not packed. And we paid $50 for parking right outside. So then the second day Maurice does We're we're a little bit earlier. Maurice does the, the, the ways and it directs us in the back ways of pun intended, the back ways of the track. And it puts us in a position where we're like, Yo, you see that grass field over there with five cars, there's no sign. There's nobody monitoring it. Let's just pull over and park for free. We pull over
2: away, like what 200 feet from the track
1: L- literally. Yeah. About, uh, I would say, I would say 200 yards from the track, at least, uh, another 50 yards from the security point. So yeah, it's, it's literally right there. So, um, we park. We walk in no issues no problem we have a great day the next day we're like all right well if we got away with it once i in my head i'm like what are the chances we get away with it again so we're like Fuck it we're probably gonna get towed we might get a ticket we park there again it was just like overall we want to brag about this to everybody because i guarantee <laughs> you if this happens to anybody else it doesn't go as smooth everything in the weekend worked out as far as the event uh the, the flight the airbnb the travel anything you have to add on for that event that i missed or or little nuances that if you do go to austin because if yeah. somebody goes to austin next year they're going to have that same experience that we just had there's no way they boost up security because i don't think anything crazy happened that weekend for them to you know all of a sudden yeah. uptick security
2: i agree i agree it was a very like trusting friendly and family environment which i thought was nice um, and you know I, I don't know if maybe you get away with all of the things, right the parking, the stand. but for the most part I feel like if you're going on a budget or if you're a younger person that wants to experience a race, um, just give it a shot. you know what I mean do it with a smile. You, you're already in the event and I think I saw on Twitter it was the most heavily populated um, sorry, the most heavily populated race uh, on the calendar with 440,000 people at the event over a course of three days. So almost half a million people were on that track that weekend. Um, so the scope of it is so big that these people that are hired to uh, make sure that you're in the right seat or you don't have a beer with you, they're just overwhelmed with people at the end of the day. And as long as you're not causing too much attention or being rowdy or doing anything you know, overtly negative, I think you can yeah. go and have a great time. You know, um, I would say as far as the actual race itself, it was one of the best races. Oh,
1: I've ever that, seen. that's it's funny because look how hype we are about the experience. And we forgot to talk about the actual race, but go ahead, talk about the actual race real quick. Like the race itself and the and the qualifying was the most electric part. And we didn't even, we, we took more time to talk about that, the experience <laughs> about it versus the race. And the, the race was much more better than the experience. So go ahead. For sure, for sure.
2: So qualifying was absolutely electric. Practice was cool because it was the first time any of us had seen the cars in person and they're loud and they're fast and they're impressive, but but it's still practice. So they're not pushing pretty much for any of it, right? They're figuring out their different driving settings for the weekend. They're testing out tires. They're testing out a whole bunch of stuff because every track is different. Every climate is different. Tires react in different ways. So there's a lot of things that go into practice. Qualifying is just, putting up the fastest possible lap you can. And you saw, I mean you saw we sat in turn 19, which was the second to last turn on the track, and it was at the end of a DRS straight, which is basically just a very fast straightaway, and you saw cars going 160, 170 miles per hour into almost a full stop and then reaccelerating. So the the visual of that was unbelievable, the noise of the downshift, the braking and the upshift in that corner was unbelievable. And um you just couldn't look away, it was like mesmerizing. I, I turned to Ray at one point and I was like, it was like walking the ocean, like on a, like, a very like wavy stormy day, where you're just like you just like staring at it like with your mouth open, you just can't look away. <laughs> Every time a car went by, you were like, oh. It was, it, it, it was incredible. And then uh, Carlos Sainz, which was a Ferrari driver, got pulled on Saturday, which was fun. You know, obviously me and my brother are big Ferrari fans. Uh, unfortunately, he crashed out of the race pretty much immediately First lap. on Sunday. Yeah. Um first Unfortunately, uh took him out. But I mean, as far as excitement, the Austin track is one of the best tracks on the calendar for overtaking and passing. So it was a it was a highly offensive game, I guess you could put it, in other sports terms. There was a lot of changes, uh a lot of lead changes, there was passes, there was crashes, everything you want in a race,
1: Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't put it better myself. Um I've never been. I've been to football, baseball, basketball, soccer, all that. And, uh, you know, I would put this up to you can't even put it as sports. It's like like concert would be the next thing, because what a concert makes you feel into your body when you hear music, when you're around great people and you're just having fun. It felt like a concert. Um, but then you had so many other stimul, super stimulating things. Uh, you, I, I remember you telling a, a couple of people like the helicopter, the helicopter following the cars was exhilarating. Like just hearing and seeing the chopper, seeing the guys go. And I've never seen, I, the, the, a TV doesn't do it justice. And hopefully for it, maybe, um, you could come with us cause we're definitely going in May. Uh, 2023 to Miami Grand Prix. I have to check that off my list now that I did this. Um, and it will be half the price of May what 7th. I did. What's up?
2: Oh was saying, sorry, May 7th. Put $100, May
1: 7th. Way. Yes, please. May 7th. Uh, it'll be half the price because we don't have to travel. We could do that. But um, to see them go from 160 uh, into a turn and barely ex- uh, break and then get out of that turn and go one eighty five, one ninety. It just, it, you can't explain it. The TV no longer does that justice. When I watch, um, F one, it, it almost looks like on the TV, they're going slow. I don't get it. And then when you're there, you go, Oh, this is no, I would never get a, I would never ride passenger to in, in that car, knowing that they're not going to crash. I still would shit my pants. Um, yeah. yeah so th- that, that, that was a great recap. Um, any questions for it? Uh, I know you're always interested in stuff. Obviously, your brother, shout out for David, he watches F1. Text him or maybe sent a couple of snaps. But we got to be on the track. Uh, I kissed the track. I ate, some,
2: I ate some.
1: I ate some asphalt by accident. Mo got a great picture of me. It looks like I'm wearing spandex, but I'm wearing yeah. I'm wearing tight tight shorts. Um, yeah, we got to walk the track, see Green Day concert on uh, what was that Friday. Fire. Uh, there was Ed Sharon that we didn't stick around because we did eat a little chocolate shrooms and we had to get home before it really hit us. So, you know, we didn't want to be uh, on that hour drive before uh, that hit us. And then Sunday, we were just cooked. Uh, shout out to <laughs> the Giants. Shout out to the Giants. Shout they to took guys. care of business, six and one. Um, yeah, anything from you, Fort?
0: Shit. I mean, like, it's, it's going to change how you watch it now, right? How you were just saying on TV, like, you think you're still gonna get that same high, like when you watch it on T V versus now that you like were actually there in person?
2: Oh, absolutely. I think um, I mean I was already getting very much into the sport over the past few years with that Netflix stock and it obviously brings up childhood memories to something I grew up watching and then being there live kind of just brought it all together for me. It, it was like a, it was almost like a religious experience. I was like, Oh, <laughs> this is why. You know what he I mean? Because, I mean, my dad would tell me about races that he had been to and, you know, how impressive it was. And, like, like Ray said, right, before the Netflix doc, just watching it on TV, it just kind of looks like cars somewhat quickly going around a track, occasionally passing each other. But, like, everything that goes into it, like the, like, even just, like, watching, like the, like you said, the helicopter, like, follow a car into a corner, like, do a full 180 sharp turn. Like it was just like all of this was just, just uh, incredible.
1: And-, and the crowd gets into it too. Like we had a crash happen in front of us. It wasn't enough to knock the guy out, but the, uh, the guy over, you know, he probably got locked up trying to pass somebody. I didn't really see it. I got to re watch every play, which I'll do after this, but, uh, hit into our, our stands right. Literally within 50, uh, 25, 50 yards. And everybody's like, cheers. Like it's a touchdown. And, and obviously, we're not cheering because he crashed. Because we we hate the guy. Actually, he's a crowd favorite. Shout out Latifi. Yes, yes. Shout, Shout out Latifi. Canada. But um, but it was more like it was just a, like action. And then you get you get oh, there's also TVs uh, set up in certain areas and also um, audio where you could watch the race happening when it's not in your corner. So I thought, oh, it's gonna be boring because you're gonna be sitting in one corner watching a race go around then you're going to be bored for the 90 percent of it but you're like people are on their phones uh people have some radio so they they're engaged but also they have tv set up you know every so often so you could see what the race is and you could hear the roar like behind you happening when a uh, driver passes by somebody else it really is like i always thought racing was uh boring because all i knew was nascar and then when I watched the Netflix talk and I was like, oh, this is not what I thought it could be because you got the business, you know, which I love, the, the dr- little drama. And then when you get to know the drivers, you get to know, like, which guy you, you like because of their personality, which guy you like to make fun of. And we have our, our inside jokes, but it really is like when you put it all together, it's one of the greatest sports I've ever come across. And that includes everything that I was brought up on.
2: Oh, yeah, and, and just to add on that really quick, the, I was also a little bit concerned because I knew that they had some TVs and maybe a loudspeaker, but overall the viewing experience was limited, right? Uh, and, and, and we had the pleasure of being in a stand for all three days, right? So yeah. if we were general admission, it probably would have been even less than that. But there was almost something nice about the confusion, the fact that like, oh my God, what happened? People are like turning around and like, he passed two. Wait, no, I think that was him actually that passed him. So like you're figuring out what's going on as it's happening and it almost makes it like a group event. I don't know. Like you're, you know, you're turning around, you're talking to the guy behind you, you know, then you're like bumping red. You're like, wait, wait, I think he's, he actually's in sick because- the You're other right. Six. So it's like a, it's, it's a kind of a comforting kind of confusion that just draws you in even more because you're trying to figure out where everyone is, what's happening. It's all happening so fast.
1: No, you're right about that because there was a couple times where like Verstappen was in front of Lewis and in our turn, we're not moving. So we could see like, okay, wow, he's right behind him. Next lap happens. It's like, whoa, he's, and then I would count. I'd be like one. Two oh he's three seconds and then he'd come around again and be like one two oh he's five seconds so he gained two so you're almost like playing a game with yourself looking up at the because they they ranked the top ten it's just like like a, it's so stimulating where you can't not pay attention and you can't not look at something uh, pertaining to the race it, it's you're doing a lot of work your head hurts because you're moving like this all the time like a tennis match but it, it overall it's like like even if we just went to the race it would have been great but. Putting it all together, I'd never recommend anybody going to just one day out of the three. Shell out a couple extra hundred bucks to go to all three because you will not be disappointed. No, no one I know, including us, have ever be- put anything less than nine out of ten on it. You know what I mean? Anything last to share with that, Mo? No,
2: I mean I, I think we covered the big part. The the last thing that like really. Uh, I, I just wanted to mention because it was like kind of a sweet moment. Uh, we made a lot of just like little friends throughout the weekend, but on qualifying, uh, we sat in front of a, uh, I would say a 45, 50 year old Filipino gentleman um, who actually, we sat in his seat because obviously we didn't have seats. And then he was super nice about it. He was just like, ah, you stay there. I'll sit in the seat below you guys. And we just kind of got to talking. He was wearing a Yankee hat. So Ray was talking to him. And then he was just a friendly guy. And um, you know, through talking to him, we realized that his son was supposed to be there with him. And uh, he was also a nurse. He was also, you know, they were both nurses. And whatever. he got called in to work last minute and couldn't make it. And we just, like, ended up bonding with this older Filipino guy who, like, yeah, you know, we were just like his three sons for the weekend. And it and it kind of was <laughs> nice because, like, I kind of wish my dad was there. You know what I mean? And he wished his son was there. We both kind of filled that role for each other. And it was uh, That's awesome. kind of a touching moment. It was nice.
1: Yeah, very uh, shout-out Rene, our race daddy, as we called him. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we uh, we will watch F1 together because it's in Mexico this weekend. So it's like uh, usually – that's why I like F1. It's usually in the morning so I can wake up on a Saturday or Sunday, 10 a.m., 9 a.m., put it on, and usually watch it either hungover or tired as fuck. But this will be at 4 p.m. on Sunday in Mexico, which is happening at the same time as the Giants game. So hopefully, Mo, if you want to join me in the lab, you're more than welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anything else you want to add to it? Obviously, we did have we had you for a short amount of time. There's topics this week that we would have loved to go into, but it's good because we'll save you for another time. That when uh, you know when we need a little little filler, a little guest spot. But any shout yeah. outs, anything you want to talk about, real quick mention. Uh, it's your time. Shout
2: out, mom and dad. I love you both. Uh, I know Actually, Antonio from time to time watching the cast, so you yeah, have a fan in him as well. I love you. Um, and thanks for having me on, guys. I'd love to be back. Talk F1, talk soccer, talk football. We're going to try know it too well. Uh, but I appreciate you having me on.
1: Thank you, brother. Yeah, I'll, uh, you, I will appreciate you coming in. Uh, last minute, super last minute. We were supposed to have another guest enter the lab today, but that's it. that guest will be on in the next couple episodes, so we appreciate uh, Maurice answering our bell, uh, but brother, thank you for entering the lab. Now you may exit the lab. Peace, bro. Peace. I love All right, man. <laughs> Great time. Great time. Guy. Breaking it down. I appreciate you being patient. Obviously, obviously oh, it's weird. It's kind of weird that you you weren't there and you weren't, hopefully you were able to hear that and live vicariously through. Because I I, As you could tell verbally physically i was so excited about talking about it
0: yeah of course dude
1: and it's something i I just got into so it's not like something i like i have like a childhood memory with like he does they have like childhood memories of waking up like his dad's first f1 race was in monza in italy um hopefully i got that right i think i did but like it's like it goes back 50 years with them and for me it's like it's not even it, it might not be even 50 days right uh yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. No,
0: so, that's, hopefully that's you guys awesome. enjoyed
1: that little breakdown um of F1. I hit up a couple people to to listen to this episode just in case cuz um if you can't get out to Miami cuz it might be a little expensive. Miami was the most sure. was the most viewed F1 race of all time actually. I think yeah, on television. I
0: saw, I saw that on Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the Miami Dolphins, I think I said this on this podcast a few episodes ago on uh, the Miami Dolphins um, owner is set to make more in that weekend than all of the the eight games at home. So it, it lets you know how much sponsor, how much money. Brad Pitt was in there. Shaq delivered the trophy. Uh, Green Day performed. Ed Sheeran. It was a lot of other celebrities in the in the in the paddock. Uh, but yeah, it was a it was a great experience. So if you're not able to get to Miami and you're not able because that's gonna be expensive and you can't get to Vegas which is brand new next season and that will be you want to talk money bro you're gonna need at least three grand to go visit Vegas and go to all three days I'm telling you if this trip I don't want to put a specific number on it but it was at least 1500 and then it was <laughs> yeah you know, I'll put a range between 1500 and 2500 it was uh you you know you decide for yourself which was the higher number but or, or the lower um, Vegas will be at least 3,000, but uh, Austin, you could, it's probably one of the two most affordable ones you could get to. So, all right, man. Now that we uh, wrapped up F1, we got that out of the way. Appreciate Mo again. And uh, there was topics that, 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 right, that are going on. I
0: got, Go I got to get this out of the way. Cause I really want to know how you feel about this. And it's uh, something that's really close to your heart. And you know, uh, I just... I just I just want to know what's good, bro. What, what happened? What happened, bro? Oh,
1: that's fucked up.
0: Come on, man. I wanted y'all to win just because of you, but there's nothing better in sports when
1: the Yankees lose. It's right. It's funny. It's funny. There's nothing. There's nothing better. There's nothing better when they win. There's nothing better when they lose. Um, hold on, hold on. I got, I got
0: one more for you. I got one more for you. We got, got served
1: humble pie. We wanted Houston yeah, as we should have because the they made it six six times in a row to the ALCS. We should demand Houston if we're going to get over that hump. And they served us – they didn't even serve us a piece of humble pie. They served us a whole a whole, a whole six-course meal. Yeah, six, <laughs> a whole broom of – damn, that was tough. I'm glad I was away because – Game one happened when I, right before I left Austin. And then all three games happened when I was in Austin. So it helped a little bit that I didn't really. I have one
2: question. Yes. Mm-mm. For all uh... of New York. Yes.
1: New York. <laughs> who's your
2: daddy now?
1: <laughs> I just want to know. I want an answer and I want it quick.
2: New York. Who's your daddy? Should I say the Astros?
1: The Astros are our daddy. It's not, I'll admit it. not
2: me anymore. It's not me.
1: Who's your daddy? I want to ask you. There's, and also before we
2: go, if this was a
1: Game of Thrones family tree, it would be the twins. It's like the twins and the Red Sox at one point, and then the Yankees are their daddies. And then the Red Sox somehow had birth and then became the Yankees' daddies over the years because they eliminated us. And now Houston is like, Houston's our poppy. There's no, there's, there's nothing. I'll admit, I hate that team, but you usually hate a team for a reason, and the reason is because they beat you. So I all was right, away so, for those, those days, so I'm, I, it, it hurts a little less that I didn't get to watch a hundred percent of it. Um, but I moved on to the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Football Giants. So, all
0: right, so I want to. Cause I don't watch baseball that much anymore and not too many people do, but mm-hmm. the Astros are in the world series again after four times, now. Cheating, four after, out of the last six. After, yeah. After the whole cheating scandal, if they go and win this year, do you think that goes away?
1: Cause hold baseball on. fans so,
0: are very prideful yeah. and they hold <laughs> grudges and it's, it's all this unwritten rule bullshit or whatever. Are people going to forget about that because they win this year, or is that still going to be brought up?
1: So it's funny you mentioned this because I was doing a uh, damn the front of, uh, my front and back lawn were uh, were at were, were were calling my name for the last couple of weeks of mowing it. And then when I got home last night, I was like, "Damn, I gotta I gotta do something to this forest in front of my house." So I was mowing the lawn today, listening to a bunch of podcasts just to get caught up from this weekend because I barely listened to. And I was listening to Bill Burr, and Bill Burr has a great way of uh, – if you don't listen to Bill Burr um, and you like podcasts, he's a great um, – he's just a straight monologue. An hour of him just cracking jokes, reading emails, and venting. Uh, but he broke this down. He actually said uh, when he was listening – he's a Red Sox fan from Boston. And he was saying it's crazy how none of the com uh, commentators on any network – at any time, mention that if the Houston Astros win, this will be their first real championship or vice versa. They almost, he said almost, and I agree, MLB almost did like a gag order on networks talking about it because it's not good for the sport, right? Every time you bring up the Astros cheated, it's not good for gambling, not good for the sport. So I'm pretty sure that MLB told them not to mention it. 'Cause I didn't hear it at all in pre game, post game, whatever. Um, do I think no, uh to make a long story short, this team is legit and they've had they only have like three players from that cheating team, by the way. They have a lot of young talent that they brought up since and that are like the AL ALCS MVP Peña, he's a rookie. After they got rid of their best player, Correa, offensively, him and Altuve, they replaced him with a rookie shortstop. And he had a great season. And he won MVP of the ALCS. So, unbiasedly, and I think I could do this, it's like they got to the ALCS six years in a row. Yes, for maybe three of them. Did they have a little help? Yes. But the last two or three, maybe, they didn't. (laughs) Like, like. They they got caught in 2019 going into 2020. They've made it all three years, bro. So it's like they're not cheating anymore. So even if you wipe down the first three and they never won a title, and then you only talk about the last three, that's still more three times than us. Still more three times than Boston or Tampa. So they're legit. They they're a great organization that knows how to get players, how to develop players, and. The Yankees have not figured that out yet. They figured it out on a on a scale, but not close. Houston Astros are this decade's legit team, whether they cheated or not. It, I don't okay. take it away from them all the way.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad you you said that because that kind of goes in. I didn't even think we. I I was. Just, I just brought this shit up just to troll you. I didn't really think we were gonna just get into baseball. No, I like, love it. I love it. So what happens with me with, with baseball is it's there's so many aspects to it and so many different things so many moving pieces it's not like it's not like football where you can be like all right what what was the deciding factor that this team didn't get there like with the yankees yeah they got the highest payroll they got everything going in their favor what is it what's going to get them over the hump is it is it managing is it hitting is it pitching is it like <laughs> why haven't y'all been able to like just Cause it's hard, bro. Like baseball is hard. There's 162 games. There, it's probably the hardest sport. People don't even know because they probably don't watch it. But like to hit a baseball is the hardest thing in sports. So like, what are y'all missing to to at least make it to the World Series?
1: Consistency. I listen to okay. I, I I listen I listen to a couple podcasts because uh, I'm no shame of. That's why I love what we do here on this podcast. We're never like, oh, don't listen to them or like. I don't care you know what I mean like we promote other podcasts we promote other platforms if you listen to us great if you don't whatever right we're here to for ourselves for some importantly uh short porch on Barstool I listen to because they're super uh personality uh emotional and they just have hot takes but then I listen to talking yanks which is John boy uh they're on yet's network super successful they've only been around for like five six years maybe seven. And they're on the fucking Yes Network. They're like at games. They have media credentials. And and that motivates me so much from a level of, hey, you don't know where shit could go uh, in a short amount right. of time. Um, sure. They said it. They said they don't, there's no consistency. Um, the Yankees, oh, you're asking great questions, by the way. For, I want to give a shout-out to you because we did not rehearse this at all. And this is exactly what I would say if somebody asked me, like, Break down the Yankees season, been, I would say exactly this. is good.
0: I've been doing you've a been lot have been in the lab? Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you could say, you know, officially in the lab. I've just been watching a lot of, like, different things. And, you know, good. I've, I've been reading. Love. And, you know, I'm, I'm on my uh mental health. You've had to, and, you know... Just you've had to, to stay in, in a little bit
1: and grow your mustache oh, out. So you have...
0: my friend, My I told my friend, I was like, yo, I'm kind of drunk right now. Like, whatever. On Saturday. And she's like, oh, did you... Um, did you stay in or, like, did you go out? And I'm like, yo, I shaved my mustache. Like, I'm not going outside the crib looking oh like this. Oh, my God. I might get randomly searched as soon as I walk into a bar. No, nah, I'm good. Like, I can't, I can't go out, bro. Like, fuck that. I'd be going to work with, like, my hoodie up and shit like this. <laughs> Walking around like this, bro. Like, I don't even want to go to the gym. This shit is ass. But surprisingly enough, no one said anything
1: to me or asked yeah. me
0: anything or any or anything. So, it's I'm just cool the contrast.
1: The... the contrast, you have like such a, you know, you got no homo, you got some girth here, and then it's like nothing. So the contrast throws you off. If you lessen this, no it wouldn't be to... as bad. Yeah, All right, let me get I'm back done. to your question, though. Um, the To keep it simple, it's consistency. Um, we've had, if you look at the four games we just played, we didn't have the same lineup once. I we, saw that. The only person, ha- like in the thing was, um, judge, judge. he was batting second
0: all four games.
1: Makes and no that, sense. that, that, that by itself, if I was to answer in like 10, 10 words, that would be the end of the court. Qu- like no consistency with lineup so, judge was the only, but, and that tells you everything about the season. If judge doesn't hit 62 home runs, we do not win that division. Like that literally tells you why we needed him so much.
0: So I, I understand like, hitters are supposed to hit, like, that's their job. Like, you're supposed to go out there and hit the baseball. But now, like, lineup, that's that's managing. That's the manager because, like... And that's the, the other part. Gonna, the players ain't going to change the lineup, you know? Like, it comes yeah. down to, to the manager. And, I mean, I see a lot of stuff on Twitter. Like, there's a lot of Yankee fans that don't like Boone. And, Be I mean, I, I don't know because I don't watch the Yankees or yeah. watch baseball as much as I should. Mm-hmm. But, like... I don't know. It seems it's because like he's he, just kind of given that role, given that job. It's because it most like, people don't yeah. know
1: he's, he's a puppet at the end of the day, the GM, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of franchises. Now the GM runs a team, the, the, the manager is just the guy that says all the right things, you know, is the face of the franchise. But, uh, what I found out listening to talking Yanks was cause they have a lot more insight than I do. Obviously they have sources. I don't, um, Boone doesn't make the lineup, just him. He's not in his office making up the lineup and going, here's the card. He's. They're doing it as a committee, meaning the GM has some say, the manager, the bench coach, the analytics. So they're over there doing like three to five people, either physically in a room or sending their opinion about what the lineup should look like. And then they're just making that decision because not only – offensively, did we not have the same lineup all four games? We had three shortstops, three left fielders. Uh, uh, Josh Donaldson, we, we let him start the entire, which doesn't make sense. So we had rookies coming in. We had Matt Carpenter, who was injured for two months and didn't get any real reps at the end of the season, came in super cold, which we uh, that's our fault. We should have gave him reps at the end of the year. So, And then – to top it off, which most people don't know, maybe they forgot, three of our top five relief pitchers got hurt out for the season. Mike King was our best reliever statistically. Got hurt in like July, out for the year. Uh, Aroldis Chapman, just he wasn't our best, but he just decided not to play for the Yankees anymore. <laughs> I don't know
0: what's going on with that guy. Like he, I don't get him. He has he, he,
1: stretches. My man, my man, he's got that Cuban in him. He just fled. <laughs> he, he just knows. He's just, he's just fleeing from situations he, that, he don't like. He got
0: that 106 miles per hour tatted and hasn't done shit since. All right, so. Uh, did he really get that? that? Was that the tattoo? Yeah, he got 106 tatted. That, like a for,
1: <laughs> that was the tattoo? I didn't that, know that. That's old, though. That's old. Oh, okay. I thought that was a tattoo that got infected. Oh, I, I don't know. Remember? Okay. I, I
0: don't remember coming to get infected, but he did get 106 tatted on. This was back when he was with,
1: wasn't he with the Reds? Cincinnati Reds, yeah.
0: Yeah, this was back. All right, so I don't want to keep talking about baseball because there's a lot no, of No, let's go. No, into. I like this. Sound.
1: Yeah. I think people would be interested in hearing just feedback from it, but God, Because we're not like breaking last. down fucking anything that people This is the last
0: Yankees question I got, and I'm sure you already know what it is. Y'all bringing back Judge? Cause he's he's getting the bag. Every team, any team that can afford him, is gonna throw whatever they can at him because of what he just did, which was break records, unprecedented type shit. And yeah, yeah, I get it. Yankee Stadium's a smaller stadium, but this dude hits the baseball 500 feet. He's gonna hit home runs wherever the fuck he goes. It doesn't matter. And it seemed like when I saw a video, it seemed like he 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 wanted to come back, but. Players always have that kind of attitude after, and you just yeah, lost the series, please. like right, get into it. You know, you're one step away from the World Series, so whatever. But what do you think? Is he yeah, back? I think,
1: I, th- I think, overall, um, my gut tells me yes, but I'm keeping like I'd say 75% of me says yes. I think 25% says he wants to win, and if things behind the scenes are going a little chaotic, because he seems like Uh, He only wants to win like and a lot of athletes say they want to win. But like this motherfucker is one of the most unselfish athletes when in an interview, unless he goes behind the scenes and he's a Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) Like there's no like this guy is such a good dude. Like when he talks, he only talks about the team, even when he hits 62. Like it was just like, or 61, he was mad, like Derek, typical Derek Jeter type vibe. Like he was upset that they didn't win that game, or 62, I think it was. And it was just like, that's who he is. He wants the win and he wants, I think, consistency and know that if he's here for eight, 10 years, that they're going to do everything they can. And obviously, you're the New York Yankees, you're going to, but I think um, they got to figure out the GM situation ASAP, who the GM is. It's been Cashman for now, what, 28 years. Then they got to figure out if they want to keep Boone. I don't think he stays or leaves because Boone's the manager or not the manager, I think, I think as long as he factor. knows. Yeah, that's not a deciding factor. I think it's the GM and moving forward, forward like what the culture is. And the teams you could go to, Dodgers, Giants, Mets. Nobody else really has the money to throw out like that. No, no Not Boston? a lot of teams do. No, Boston's have become cheap lately. In the last five years, they've become very um, – like the Yankees have, obviously the Yankees have a lot of money out there, but the Boston Red Sox have become more uh, budget, uh, more smart with their money, who they're giving contracts to. Right now, we only have Cole, who's on a big major deal, and Stanton, who's on a big major deal. Other than that, we don't have the Dodgers have like six guys on major deals, so yeah, we yeah. could they definitely,
0: Freeman, you know, Mookie, if we want to, yeah.
1: yeah. and yeah, that, that doesn't yeah. include, yeah, they, they got, yeah, they got so much, they got bauer who's not playing that they'll probably get money back from but um yeah it's insane how much money the dodgers have and they lost in the first round which or the second round yeah. which is fucking wild. So, but overall so re- i think judge resigns
0: re- realistically what, what's his bag what's his contract this is gonna be biggest contract in baseball history
1: what's his bag let's see i'll tell you right like now what,
0: uh, i'm not pocket watching, but like what, what's he gonna get because trout Child got what was it like four hundred something mil almost five hundred. Yeah, but that
1: w- that was a few years ago. It's like updated now. It's who's the last now. person? Who's the last person to be in their prime? Because he's in his prime. He's thirty, and and in baseball you could you could really be in your prime till like thirty six, truly. And
0: if he stays in the AL, he could play DH. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter now. Both leagues got DH, so I mean, it, it is what it is at that point. But he could play another ten years and still hit.
1: 30 40 homers. Oh, 100%. I'm going to look it up real quick cuz I'm curious myself, but I have it right here. We got not not including starting pitchers. Oh my god. For example, we have Anthony Rendon at the age of 33 making 38 million. That tells you all you need to know.
0: Yeah, he, he signed with Angels.
1: Yeah. We got Mike yeah. Trout, 37 million. We got Corey Seeger just signed a deal last year. He's at 29, judges 30, 31, 35. So you're looking at 40. You're looking at $40 million. If Anthony Rendon's making 38 and Mike Trout's making 37. I think it's 40, dog. It, well, it has to start at 40. So you're doing 40 million per year times, let's say, at least eight years. You're looking at 320. You're probably looking at 385, 395 million. Maybe he wants to get. His agent and him want to get up to that four hundred because he might be the first one to get to that four hundred million bag. But we'll see. Yeah. Nolan Arenado making a ton of money. He signed a eight year two sixty. Yeah, you're looking at forty million a year for for, for an Aaron I Judge. I think you because... gonna
0: Mahomes type
1: money, dog. Like well, the I thing... think he's <laughs> the thing with Aaron Judge is he's 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 so marketable. So it's like not I'm only are you paying like, this guy a lot of money on the be- field, everybody likes him. Even teams that don't like the team that he plays for like him.
0: And it just That's sucks big. that baseball is so asset marketing because yeah, this dude is the face of baseball right now. It's it's literally him and Otani. Like there there's no one else. Like we're. We're we're literally talking about Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees right now, and they're not even in the World Series. Like no one's talking about the Phillies and how hot they are. Yeah, shout out the Phillies and yeah, Phillies and Astros for making
1: it. Yeah, go. No, for we them. rock it with Phillies though. Fuck the Astros, sorry. Yeah, fuck the Astros. No, the no, 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 no. I we, I hate we, that, we, that I have to say the Phillies because nobody from New York, New Jersey should ever root for the not any East, Philadelphia ah. team. But you got to count your losses. You got to be like, all right, I I'd rather this team win than and and I'm I, I've said this on the podcast, I. Don't believe in the rule of thumb is if your team loses to team X, you should root for team X to win it all because then you lost to the world. Nope. I usually more than likely want that team to eat, die without family members at their funeral. That's how vicious I want to be.
0: Yeah, no, for, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm with you there. I, hey, NL East has been 19 years to the day Marlins won the World Series against your New York Yankees, so you got to give a shout-out to that team. Um, but, no, I mean, like, Phillies are hot, bro. They're, they're hot. Like, <laughs> I'm going to tune in. I'm going to tune in for the World Series. When does it start? Tomorrow?
1: Oh, shit. That's a great fucking question.
0: See, it's this so is weird, when I stop like, paying
1: attention. Yeah, to uh, Friday, actually. Friday, 8.03 p.m. so weird because I feel like
0: every year sports, like, get later and later on, like, The Super Bowl used to be middle of January, end of January. Now it's in the middle of February. Like World Series, like I just said, ended the Marlins World Series. That should be a seven thirty.
1: That should be a seven thirty kickoff. I mean, first pitch because that thirty minutes is big because you got to assume the game's going to go minimum three hours. That's going to put you at eleven. Usually, World Series, there's a lot of pitching changes, a lot of commercials, a lot of bullshit. You're every game's going to end at like eleven thirty, eleven forty five.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm definitely going to watch the World Series. I think this might be one of the better World Series just cuz I hope I I mean, just cause the teams are evenly matched. Maybe not evenly matched, but in baseball it's all about who's hot, bro. Yeah, it Phillies really is. We've right seen right it with now. the
1: Nationals, we've seen it so. um with the Braves. Uh this this could be the third NL East team that goes on that they're hot, not maybe not the best team talent-wise, but they're the hottest team. Uh, at that moment and damn if the Phillies do that that would be crazy for the NL East to produce three World Series champions in like four years. Also
0: another thing that you know I I might want the Astros to win but like the last few times the Phillies have won the World Series we've gone into a recession as a country so 2008 yeah you're right Yankees won the year after that that's funny you know that's crazy,
1: but... History uh, has a weird way of uh, repeating itself or, or making it yeah, happen. Yeah, so, I, I mean... Liberal. Before we get into some outside of sport news, do you want to, real quick, give uh, like a two, three-minute synopsis? I didn't watch any of it. UFC 280. Kind of break down the best matches, what you've seen, what your opinion. Uh, give us two, three minutes.
0: Yeah, so, I mean... Look, I I understand why the UFC as a company and as a business has to do cards all around the world and everything. And this card was stacked. Like, on paper, this was probably the most stacked card in years. Some people were saying all the time. In my opinion, it did not live up to the hype. I don't know what it was. I told Mike this because, you know, we were watching it together. I was like, bro... UFC just just doesn't hit different when there's when there's sunlight outside. There's just something about it, bro. Like, it's it's totally different. And I mean, there there wasn't really like that. The prelims were kind of all right. They were whatever. And then I mean, main card like at the end of the day, it disappointed. Uh, Kalen Shukagian and Manun Fiore. Like Manu Fiore is legit. These French fighters are coming up. She did her thing. It went to decision. Um, she might fight Valentina Surshenko soon. She said she wants one more fight. In my opinion, she's ducking it because no fighter is going to say, "I want one more fight before I, I go to the champ. I want to fight the champ." So whatever. Um, then you had Benio Darush Gamrot. I had Gamrot winning that fight. He's he's been balling, but <laughs> Darush shut me up, bro. This, this man has bricks for hands. He was he was throwing. Oh. He, he did his thing. That division, lightweight division in the UFC is is fucking stacked. It's crazy. It's crazy. So it's Bantamweight. We had back-to-back Bantamweight fights. Sean O'Malley, Porter Yon. Bro, that fight, man. Yon had like six, seven takedowns. He had ground control time. Yeah, O'Malley had more significant strikes. He fucking cut Yon open. Yon's never really been cut open like that. But I thought Yon won that fight pretty convincingly, and it kind of sucks that Jan is, in a kind of way, like a whipping boy now, Uh so O'Malley's career can move up, not taking anything away from O'Malley, because O'Malley fucking did his thing, and this dude is legit, like, he has everything that you can ask for a UFC fighter, but I feel like they're trying to move up O'Malley, and he went from 11th ranked bantamweight up to the number one contender, so... He gets the next title shot against – he should get the next title shot against, you know, Sterling now. Moving right into it, Sterling, Dillashaw. That was that was disappointing because it just ended on Sterling on top of Dillashaw just ground and pound because his shoulder was all popped out of place. Supposedly they were saying that his shoulder popped out 20 times during camp, bro. If your shoulder is popping out that many times during camp, you don't even need to make the fight, bro. Like, don't go there. Like, if it's popping out during camp – it's going to pop out during the fight, bro. It's just going to happen. It, it, and, yeah, we want to see that fight because it's a championship fight. These two have been talking shit. But it also takes away because now you're not 100%, dog. You're not 100%. You, you, your shoulder popped out in the first round. Kudos to you. You got it past the first round. They popped it back into place. But then second round, you just got owned, dog. And, it, I mean, there's nothing much you can do. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't throwing with that left hand. And then bro, fucking main event, Oliveira.
1: Talk to me. His mom. Um,
0: I mean, bro, like I was talking so much shit to my boy Josh. Shout out Josh. He won the bet. I had a fucking mm. shave my mustache. I look like a fucking, I don't even know, bro. Like it just sucks because <laughs> the Oliveira hype train was was there. Like he he was knocking all these people out. He was submitting people when he got knocked down i wasn't really worried because that's what usually happens but mm-hmm. these dagestani motherfuckers are just different bro like he said it he's like no they were knocking him down but they didn't want to go down on the ground with him because they were scared of his you know jujitsu. and i mean he's like i'm not scared of that shit i got wrestling i'm getting trained by khabib as soon as he knocked him down he went right down to right down on the octagon right down on the mat with him and just put him in that triangle choke. And, man, it was just so sad seeing Charles choke and just, like, seeing him on on the mat just, like, withering, trying to, like, get away from his legs kicking and shit. I was just, like, so disappointed. Very
1: different, right? Like, to see a guy that's dominated for that amount of time and and done it similar to that style and see the opposite. Damn, that's – I got to see some highlights. I got to figure that out. Yeah,
0: definitely watch some of it. And, man, like, just because I was talking mad shit about Islam and – all this kind of stuff doesn't mean I'm not a fan. Like Islam is legit. Like this dude is fucking nasty. Like he gets people out of there quick. And there was a lot of people saying, "Oh, he can't box. He can't stand up." He 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 showed that. He showed that against Oliveira. He hit him. He knocked him down. And I mean, he just did his thing. I, I don't I don't know who who really wants to fight that dude because he's just so like dominant. And I mean, when you're getting trained by fucking. Um, Khabib. Khabib. Oh, uh, I forgot the Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad, Sean Brady, bro. I had Sean Brady winning that fight. He was undefeated. Bilal came out there. Remember the name? This dude did his fucking thing, bro. TKO, Sean Brady. Sean Brady no longer undefeated. Bilal Muhammad. He was getting trained by Khabib too. That dude is nasty. He's he's legit. And I mean, we got a night. We got another banger coming up. Allen and Cater this weekend. Main event. UFC Fight Night. I mean I just don't like these day these day cards, bro. That shit. Yeah, it's kind of weird. 10 the Abu, AM, they bro. were in where? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, yeah. Abu Dhabi. Yeah, that's where yeah, the that's last kind of race of is Dhabi, for he, F1. You know, he he's he's doing his thing. He's number one contender now, and you know, you, you can't hate on him, bro. He's mad young. He's just living life, bro. Chilling with the Nelk Boys, you know, chilling with Steve will do it. <laughs> Fucking all that kind of shit. So like he's a dad. It was his birthday today or yesterday probably today right. yeah you know like bro like i'm out here i, I hate this shit bro like what the fuck is this i did it right away bro i just got it out the way i'm like i'm not i'm not gonna fucking hold on to it like i need this shit to grow back it'll it'll be back in like a month. smart a month uh, yeah not like how it was but like i'll have like oh. a mustache back a month? It was, damn like it should be two, taking two months. weeks b
1: I haven't shaved oh, mine. Look, I, mean, I haven't shaved any part of my face, whether it's mustache or beard, in twelve years. So I don't know how long it's gonna grow, but I can't imagine it's gonna take a month.
0: To how it was, my sh- my, my mustache was kind of long, bro. I'm just right. so sick, bro. I, I well, you're a man of your word. It's beard. better.
1: It's better to be a man of your word and look like a bit and look like <laughs> look like how you look than be a bitch like and a, uh, yeah, yeah. Say it. a Say bitch it. be I the be same. You a... know, what I, mean? yeah. I don't know. I don't know what word I was searching for. but
0: I just had to get it out the way, man. Just like Kanye getting all this shit out the way.
1: Nah, good for you. I'm trying to find some some streams. Uh, I realize I can't stream the Panthers game on hockey? ESPN. Hockey? Yeah, I got three TVs, B. I got to have hockey. each one going on. I got basketball on one. I got oh. Rangers on the other. The baseball's not on today. So what else am I going to watch? Shows? I know you're not if trying to watch
0: in. hockey, bro. Why not? You watched you watch that last House of Dragon episode?
1: We'll get into that in a second. Let me read off some quick topics, and then we'll get into what we're watching. Um, last episode, we talked a lot about this man a lot, and, you know, we're not protesting. We're just not going to go into more than two minutes, three minutes uh, moving forward because until he shows some stability. Adidas dropped Kanye West.
0: Adidas dropped him Gap dropped him. yeah uh, now everybody's Anna Winter dropped him his agent dropped him now Everyone all of a sudden everybody's
1: but see, like on that train where it's it. like people are, but people like me I didn't even watch the full interview. I don't know if know the whole thing and all of a sudden people tweet stuff. I'm not saying he's wrong. he definitely is because he, he he's wilding but it's like a lot of humans on social media are just like protesting him where it's like do you even know the no. words he said? Do you Look, even know so why he, you're mad at him or something? But
0: he, he, literally, what he said was that the Jews have power. They have money. They control a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, he did say he'd he go DEFCON 3, whatever. Like, that's fucked up. That, that, that was crazy. the wilding part. But everything else he's is pretty wild. accurate about. like, And this is the thing. Like, people don't want to hear the truth. Just like Instagram doesn't want to hear the truth. That we uh-huh. talk about COVID and all this kind of shit. And now we can't go live. Fuck that shit. Like.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's another there's thing. You want to hear another true thing? Tell me. Adidas. You know what the the first name of the founder of Adidas was? Adolf. Oh. Well, Adolf well. Dassler. So how Adidas came about was his name was Addy, which is smart for him to make a nickname for. So yeah, his yeah, name was Addie, sure. Addie Dassler, so it's Adidas, Adidas. Um and he was German. So Oh, Look. The das- I don't know if it's true, Wikipedia, so don't, you know, you could fact check me if you want. The Dassler brothers did not fail to see how their economic interests would benefit from politics. All three Dassler brothers joined the Nazi party on May 1st, 1933, three months after Hitler was appointed chancellor. So I don't know if that's accurate, seen on social media. Probably shouldn't be reading this if I didn't fact check it myself, but quick info. Yeah. Not everybody's yeah. perfect. Yeah.
0: Look, Twitter dropped him. Instagram dropped him.
1: It,
0: it, he's been wanting to get out of Adidas for a while. Yeah, so this
1: helps. Adi-
0: Adidas was stealing his fucking shit. Like, their shoes and shit that Adidas was making, like, you look at them and they're like, yo, these look like Yeezys. And Adidas wasn't doing that shit before. Yep. So, whatever. Gap, Gap was doing the opposite of what he wanted. They were making shit, like, exclusive. They were making shit high price, and he's like, yo, I want this shit available to everyone. I want everyone to be able to cop this shit. They weren't doing it. So now Gap drops him, Adidas drops him. The funniest shit to me out of all this, though, is him showing the Adidas executives the porn video. (laughs) They're all sitting down on some stools, and he's showing them this porn video. That shit was fucking hilarious. I didn't see that. Watch that please watch that that shit's hilarious i look it up but it's gonna take too much time yeah let's but not do that we of, already spent
1: three more minutes more than i wanted on it but god at the
0: end of the you day finish. like and now you got jalen brown and aaron donald who were signed to donda uh sports agency they left like as an athlete bro like why would you even do that like he's not a sports agent kanye is a musician he's a producer he's a fucking designer he's a fashion guy like you're obviously signing to it because you feel some kind of way and you think that it's going to help you in your career. Why wouldn't you just sign to a fucking actual sports agent? Like, you're obviously looking for someone in return, and now, like, he's he's whiling, bro. Like, he's saying shit that he shouldn't say. He needs you know, help. You know, yeah. meds.
1: You know people but can't stay like, a part of something because then they'll get ripped apart. Like, Jalen Brown, why are you signed to a guy that hates Jews? It's like, you're really – these days you just can't say – You can't stay affiliated with people that have, even if they're not guilty and get proven innocent, not saying this is the case. I'm just saying in general, it's like you just can't stay with them. Like it doesn't matter. It's just like, it's public eye, public eye rules all back in the day. Public eye was like, it's okay. Like back in the day, OJ take that for public eye, no social media, just word of mouth. Just like he says, she said a lot of people loved OJ during before, during and after. But it's like that social media aspect is a beast. It'll just kill yeah. your 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 pockets and kill your lifestyle. How it is?
0: It's so funny how Courtney, not sorry, not Courtney, Chloe and Kylie. Now all of a sudden they want to share like shit, like them standing up for for Jewish people and saying that they're totally against all anti-Semitic stuff. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, that shit's bad. Like, don't don't be racist. Don't say but. shit. You got the butt. but they've never done that shit before. Like,
1: yo, like none of that shit was ever happening. Am I I wrong? But don't don't Palestine, don't Palestine and Israel go at it, bro? Yes, bro. I might be very ignorant towards some things, but I'm pretty sure that's and aren't they Palestinian? Not saying they have to hate on the other side, but I'm just like I think they're Armenian. I think uh, oh, Armenian. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Good. See. Good. Tigr. But this like regardless, it, all regardless,
0: it doesn't it doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. This is all just like why why is Kanye even on fucking news network talking?
1: Yeah, we give uh this is what happens when you give celebrities, artists, whatever, too much power, too much e nobody should be paying attention to him, that literally. And if you are, go ahead, fine. You're an idiot. But like reasonable sound people don't pay attention to that shit they they read it they laugh at it they comment at it and then they that's move on been, it's really like two percent f- like, of humans actually take this seriously and let them be crazy because guess what honestly, if it's not if it's not kanye they're gonna be being be going crazy over somebody else exactly
0: and the only reason i even wanted to like bring it up or talk about it is because everyone else is talking about it
1: i mean so we, like i mean it's clickbait we, Yeah. No, hopefully we don't. Yeah. We're not going to make a title about it. We're not going to, I'll put it in the timeline, but I'm not going to make anything more about it. Cause Hey, if you listen to the whole duration of the podcast and you're listening to this part and you don't like it, you can skip ahead. That's fine. But Hey, if it's
2: out there and we talk about it.
1: Yeah, whatever. Let's, uh, I'm just going to read some fast topic news. Elon Musk, uh, according to some sources that he's going to close on Twitter by Friday We'll see how that goes. That'll be interesting to see if there's immediate, um, you know, changes. Uh, Netflix cracking down on password over password uh, sharing uh, in 2023. Right. That's because the stock is going down. They're trying to figure out ways to make more money. It makes sense. Hey, if it ain't your account, pay for it. If you can't afford it, don't have it. I'm very simple with that stuff. Like there's a couple of accounts where i get for my mom, her table cable network in New York. I don't pay for it. But if I had to, I'd, I'd make a decision. Do I have to pay for it or I don't? And I have to live with that. So sucks for uh, some people that'll uh, end it. Um, Brittany Griner's de- uh, appeal got denied. It seems like it's in motion that she's going to serve nine years in prison in uh, in Russia, which is crazy. Uh, but We've spent enough time on that. Just want to announce that news. That is, uh, overall, it's awful. Like, uh, whether we feel like she did a crime and she doesn't deserve nine years, she doesn't deserve to go about how it is. There's far more things that people have done in either Russia or here that don't even serve any part of that time, but She was uh, a professional athlete that was in the wrong place, wrong time, that did something illegal that they take seriously. So who am I to say? You got to know your rules. Got to know where you are and uh, do it properly. Basketball, Nets are going through it. Heat are going through it. It's early in the season. We're a week in, two weeks in. Nothing matters. Nothing matters until you get to game 10, 11, and 12. Then we start ramping up to like, all right, now we got to fix our issues. But I'm watching a game right now that Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram's not even playing. And the Dallas Mavericks, who have high, like, conference finals, finals expectations, are down three with 25 seconds. So you can't you can't tell me that every team's going through it at this point. Um, shout out Kendrick Lamar, 10 years of good kid, Med city. It's I was bumping that. I would it's argue great, that it's – I would argue that it's one of my favorite albums of our time, but not my personable, personable, personal best album from him. Uh, I like his mixtape Section Eighty, overly uh, OD. So, like, I go back further with Kendrick. That his catalog, um, but Good Kid, M.A.D. City was a classic platinum album. He's uh, on tour right now celebrating that album. Um, Little Baby album, It's Only Me. I didn't get to listen to. Have you yet?
0: Yeah, I've been bumping that shit consistently. Good. Yeah.
1: Overall, I don't think maybe right, don't that. miss, bro. Little baby, yeah, only no, he misses never the misses. Never misses. I gotta, I gotta listen to that. And uh, what's uh, what's on in the lab? House of Dragon season finale, ten episodes. It was the tenth episode. Watched it today. It's sad that the tenth and last episode was, in my opinion, the best episode of all ten, and really, really got don't it
0: like that though
1: because they want you coming. They don't want to lose audience. They don't want to suck and do a bad episode 10 and then not, and then lose people. So you guys know it's my opinion. If you, you guys know my opinion. I've hated on this series. I liked the first two episodes and then from episode three to like seven or eight, it was a waste of time to be honest. But, uh, episode 10 was great. They want me wanting more now. Oh, uh- if you didn't watch it, we won't give you spoilers. Um, there's a couple, there's a one TV show I'll talk about when we have time for another episode. Redeem Team, we'll talk about that. There's a couple, we could go back and forth on that for a little bit, so we'll save that. Did watch The Watcher. You told me a couple episodes ago, don't watch it. I thought you were referring to another show with a similar title from years back. Um, Maurice that was on the podcast to begin this episode watched the first two episodes or three episodes on the plane on the way to Austin, said it was good. I watched two episodes on the plane and then watched. I I, I go through episodes fast. Watched four episodes last night, two episodes today. Overall, I enjoyed it. Hold on. I'm going to get to overall enjoyed it. cinema, cinema wise. And, you know, what I enjoy, I enjoy thrillers. I enjoy suspense. I enjoy mysteries and stuff like that. So overall it had those concepts. It just didn't tie together at the end. It was kind of clunky, very clunky at the end. Uh, But I don't know how it was based on a true story. So I don't know how true the facts were. So that's another dynamic of it. It's like, I don't know what's true. I don't know what's false. So, I'm going to have to look into it on the true end, but uh, I'll get your take in a second. I just want to make sure my point is established. You said it was bad, so I watched it, trying to ignore what you said, and I enjoyed it, even though I knew somebody like you didn't like it, which I trust their opinion. Watched it with Bree the last five episodes, and it wasn't a waste of time. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Thought it was... I'm gonna say really good or good. Good to really good. Maybe like no a seven.
0: Way, bro. That's bro. just my opinion.
1: Go ahead, say yours. Look,
0: man, this show was like my last relationship. A waste of time and no closure. That's what I've been Ooh. telling people. We're getting deep. I mean, like, yeah, it had it had that like mysterious, you know, thriller, all that type of shit. And spoiler alert, like all right, before I get into the spoiler alert, these motherfuckers, Buddy spent seven thousand dollars on camera systems, and didn't put a camera by the mailbox, where all
1: where he was getting letters to. There was a lot of there was a lot of okay. things that I had issues to. And then Buddy oh. started
0: smashing his daughter,
1: <laughs> and then like allegedly, the, there's a the lot of pedophilia where, going on. By the way,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. you have the part bitch. where like. They they find the fucking tunnel whatever and then they see the person and people come out and they're like they're on to us and then that's it nothing happens
1: after yeah. that they didn't tie like, a lot of loose ends together where like things like, like things like together. that yeah like, there
0: was way too now much right. focus on the on the private on the private detective or private investigator way too much mm-hmm. focus on that there was so much cap everyone was capping the police detective everybody was, super was capping cap.
1: full cap like, st- that means a lot for you guys capped. that don't know.
0: Stifler's mom was in it, bro. That was the only thing I could think of the whole time. I'm like, yo, this is Stifler's mom.
1: Stifler's like, I'm watching this mom. Earth, yeah. She was whispering everything. the whole time, too. That was kind of weird.
0: And yeah, there was a lot of, like, ASMR type shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, she mine? was she whispering talking, a like, lot. That was kind of like, weird. You know, you should sell your house. At first, I thought it was her. I'm like, yo, it's got to be her, bro. And then, like, it's not her. And, like, it was just way too much going on. And nothing happened no. at the end. And, like, yeah. there's got to be another season. Cause if there's no, there's no season. season.
1: That's it. It's a one-off bro. No, it's, no, it's, it's, it's not another wack. season. It's, it's no, it's there's so no other wack, season, bro.
0: It's so, it wasn't like so what I
1: try to do is with shows yeah, like God. that. I try, I try to analyze shows and I try to anal So hold on. I try to analyze movies way more in depth. I feel like if it would have been
0: a movie, it would have been better.
1: Yes. They could have condensed
0: yes. all that shit.
1: Well, they they probably had a two hours. They probably had a movie idea and then linked up with Netflix threw a bunch of money at it and then went with Netflix. That's probably what happened. They probably had it in a movie, then drawn it out to become a show or or a series. And then that's what happened. So I think that's a good point. I think it was a movie. And they figured out how to draw it out a little bit longer, which didn't do it justice, but overall it wasn't a waste of time. I didn't love it. I'm not going to recommend it to people, but if people ask me about it, I'll say, yeah, watch it, take it for what it is. But on the literal sense, I didn't enjoy it only because those little nuances of like, dude, why didn't you just do that? Okay. That don't make sense. But I like, I like basically what it had me and how you get me as a series is, do I want to start the next episode and I'm tired? That's kind of my barometer to a series. Well, is if it's midnight, like a.m. one time. Yeah. yeah. I
0: saw it. I watched it till like 4 But that a.m. means
1: it at least got you a little bit, though. You got to admit yeah, that.
0: I kept trying to, I, I'm like, yo, what's going to happen? Mm. And like, I get it. But then I I get to the end and I'm like, yo, there's some bullshit. Like, this is ass. I'm like, I was sick. I was sick. I'm surprised my TV's not broken right what's now. What's that
1: website, sportbay.org or something? For you know. Allegedly, you know, you got East Streams, uh, you got Sports. No, it's not, they don't have NHL Sports Bay. Oh, crack streams.
0: Oh, I've heard, yeah, Sports Bay. Yeah, yeah, it is Sports Bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Never mind. Off the record. Um, All right, let's wrap this up. Any shout outs, any any little things just to tie it up before we wrap up this episode that went way too long? I mean, it was a good
0: episode, though. I'm, I'm with it. Like, you know, we had a guest on, we broke down some Formula One. Shit like that. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. Uh, Hold on. Let me check something real quick. Uh, Shout out New York Supreme Court. They're reinstating all the employees uh, that were fired for being unvaccinated. This is like government employees and like, I think like nurses and and shit like that. Not not public Mm -hmm. stuff, like private employees. And they ordered back pay. Granted, this could still be appealed and whatever. But, you know, shout out them for, for doing the right thing because COVID was, it is what it is. I don't want to, we're probably shadow banned on Instagram, by the way. So if you don't see our stuff, we're yeah. consistently posting stuff. If you don't see our stuff, it's not because we're not posting. We're always posting. Shout yeah, out go right to our,
1: right go Yeah, <laughs> go to our page and just uh, like a bunch yeah. of things and then you'll pop up more.
0: Literally. literally. If anything, just save it. Like, because I know none of y'all go back and look at your saved stuff. I know yeah. none of y'all do that. Because I don't. Um, Shout out, man. And then um, I didn't really have too many shout outs. Like, one thing I just, like, thought about, like, while I was doing it and whatever. Um, Because I've been using this the past few weeks and definitely since Saturday because I don't have a mustache now and it kind of sucks. Shout shout out my boy, uh, originally OG Beard. My boy got his own beard, beard butter.
1: Oh, him. Heme.
0: Heme. Like he got he got beer butter. Um, it's all natural. He makes it himself in in Nevada. It's got a bunch of different like um smells, fragrances, you may call it. This is the wholesome mm. one. These it's got smells. some mango butter, shea butter, shea nut oil, vitamin E, apricot. It's not animal tested. I mean, it's it's legit stuff. He's got a lot he's got a bunch of stuff. They got hats, you know, little little says heme on it. My man's doing his thing. He had, like, his own, like, clothing stuff going for a while. So, you know, shout out OG Beard. That's what I know him as Bet. and what I'll keep calling him. And it's, it's some legit stuff. Like, for all my bearded brothers, this is it. Like, you go out, like, the lady's going to smell it. Like, cause it's just legit. Like, I've had, I've had a few, uh, you know, my lady friends allegedly smell it. And allegedly 10 out of 10, they're like, oh, that shit smells good. And I've I've had my guy friend smell it too. <clears throat> Shit does smell good though. So it's not expensive. It's, it's reasonably priced, even though we're in a recession coming soon. We'll put the link. You know, we'll share it if you want to. Let me know.
1: Some good stuff. All right, Chat out BR, so BR is, boys, billionaires row. Oh, hopefully man. we have. Well, hopefully we're given, on. The, hopefully in Miami, we're on a yacht. In uh, in a couple weeks, we'll see. Is that what it we'll, is? Uh, we'll we're gonna be indifferent. We're gonna we're not gonna follow up. We're gonna see if that invite comes through, you know. Authentically. It did come through
0: though. We got personally invited.
1: Now, no, but on, we need on. we need we need the follow up. You need the follow up on the you know when you know we're vibing. He's having some wine. We're drinking some. We're just vibing. It's that follow up in the next week. We'll know oh, if we're out there.
0: So so you you want that official.
1: Yeah, I don't want to beg or I don't want to follow up. I need, I need, I need, I need BR to, you know, sir, doctor and all that. I need him to follow up with us. Sir, doctor. That's true. Doctor, sir. All right. Episode 46. We appreciate Motite, Maurice coming through on the pod. Shout out him. Shout out TT for a great weekend in Austin. Got some great pictures right. I'll I'll maybe put together in a, in a post um, for this episode. I think that There's deserves a, its own post. Maybe make, we might have some, posts yeah,
0: oh, make, have some post for that. Oh, do we want to talk about the giveaway?
1: Uh, I don't ha- have anything to say about it, so if you want to talk about it.
0: We got a giveaway. We're going to make a post of it. It's coming soon. We already kind of, like, sprinkled uh-huh. some stuff on it. We got a hat for y'all. All right, Enter the Lab hat, new era hat, not some rinkety-dinkety $10 hat. This is a very, very nice hat that I purchased with my hard-earned money, all right? I'd be sweating in a warehouse that I had to fucking use my money to pay for this hat, all right? Okay. We're going to make a story post, so like simple stuff, you know? Ray's probably like, yo, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Like we didn't. Okay. We kind of discussed it, but we never really went officially about it. We're gonna make a story post. All we ask is that you like, comment on it. You know? Describe. Subscribe. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow the pod page. You don't gotta follow me at Red. Definitely don't gotta follow me because I'm probably shadow ban myself. But you know, oh, just dude, follow the pod page. Subscribe on YouTube, like it, comment. And, and if you want to get extra saucy with it, we'll add an extra entry if you share it on your story. Ooh. Share it on your story. It's a very nice hat. Like I said, it's not a cheap-ass hat. It's, it's a nice hat. And, you know, we'll fucking maybe go live if we can. Because we can't go live on Instagram right now. But one nope. of us will go live or we'll have Fort David go live and we'll join his live or whatever. And, you know, give away the hat. Because if you want to wear it, cool. If you want to just keep it, you know, we prefer that you wear it and, you know, hit us up. and you know, Do whatever show the some fuck up. you want with it. Yeah, but giveaway for the hat. We'll have a story post. We'll have an actual post coming soon. And, you know, it's it's a nice-ass hat. Ray's worn it. <laughs> I've worn it.
1: You're hyping up this you know, hat so
0: much. Not, Stop. Not, not, the, not the hat that we're going to give away. We have our own hat. But... We got a nice-ass hat
1: for y'all. Yeah, right.
0: of course I'm going to hype up the hat, bro. Why would I? I'm wrapping
1: man? up this episode. He's he running on a, he he on a one-minute rant about a hat. <laughs> the Might Yankees. have to edit at least 58 seconds out of that. No,
0: we don't do edits, bro. We don't do edits. Might have be to. Watching, no, fuck that. I'll be watching podcasts, and like I can tell when they edit shit or whatever. like.
1: <sighs> Alright. Episode 57 fifty-seven. Forty-seven. <laughs> We're getting on, close. Getting you got We're you got close. me aging. Yeah. We are getting close. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up for you guys, so episode 46, Elvis Escobar Fort. Shamayo. <laughs> exit the <laughs> enter the lab. Exit the lab. Peace. Lord.